Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course I have Mr. Kyle. Deuce, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Um, this is, of course, the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, and of course we love doing this podcast, and we wouldn't be doing it without you. That is very, very true. We love the feedback. Please continue to send us comments, thoughts, feedback, uh, suggestions for topics, because we love to do this for you guys, and uh, it's a fun thing we like to do. We we yeah, sit man. here with this it's two guys. Yeah. yeah, two guys here drinking some drinking some beers. Oh man, you know what? We almost forgot. Uh oh, we almost forgot the do salute. The do salute. Oh man, that's what I'm talking about. On a thirsty Thursday. Oh yeah, we did them on Friday. Now we're doing it. We're doing it on Thursday. Cheers. Hell, we'll do it every day of the we week every... if we can get away with it. Exactly. I think we're going to record on a Sunday in the future. So, yeah, good yeah, times. It's be good times. So man. this, what's your your relationship with Madden the games? To be honest with you, um, I used to play them back in the day, more like I'm talking like high school, college, especially like in college, because we used to play like a motherfucker in college. It was the the two games that would bounce out of the, well, three, I should say, was Madden, Mario Kart, and um, the wrestling games, because mm-hmm. in college, I had a 64, and then I'd say my second of my number of years I was in college uh, I got a, a, a PS2 and but yeah we were always playing Madden even when we got the PS2 we played Madden um, but then it kind of fell off especially once I really got I kind of was done with college and was in the industry like it just was a juggernaut and we had to sell the shit out of it and it was I think half of it was resentment why I wasn't buying it, if that makes any sense. Because yeah. it was like, Jesus Christ, Like I've got to do all this stuff. And I just didn't you got burned out it. on it. Yeah. And and I, I and also, as a, as a football fan, I got more into college football. So then I would get like NCAA football. But I wouldn't even get that every year. But last year, because it's been since this year, I'd say it's probably been three or four years since I've gotten a Madden game. Um when I got my PS4 last Christmas, I said, look, here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to buy Madden this year because the system just came out and they probably only had the specs for maybe six, eight months. So it's not going to look that great. But when the next Madden comes out, which is the one that just came out, Madden 15, I said, I'm definitely going to buy it. So I'm just going to save a couple bucks every month, put it away, and as soon as it comes out day one, I'll buy it because, you know, the system's been out a year. They'll know the system specs, and it's going to look amazing. I've been playing that shit like it's going out of style. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just playing it like a fucking madman because it's, it's fun, man. Like, I was like, damn, I forgot how much I really enjoyed this. Like, because I haven't played Madden in a while, and, and I like the college football because I'm a huge college football fan, but I'm like, this this is fucking awesome, and it's smooth. Like, you know that this is EA's Cadillac product, and when you pop it in and you're playing it, you understand why. You're like... This is smooth as fuck. Like I haven't had any problem, haven't had any glitches, and it just runs like a motherfucker. Yeah. So. Well, my 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 quick history on Madden. I've been playing Madden <clears throat> since 1994 when they first came out. Um, oh wow. Yeah. And I, I still have the cartridge. I, I remember I I played it in '94. I didn't own it. It's part of a friend's house. Uh, went over to a friend's house and played it. And then I bought um, for Christmas the next year Madden '95. Yeah. I, I got it. I still have the original cartridge. I'll have yeah. to, I'll have to, maybe I'll post a picture on our uh, page. Oh yeah, be kind of that'd fun. be that would be kind of yeah. fun. Uh, but I've been I played Madden '95, '96, '97, '98, 
Now, 99 is when we had a bunch of competition. Uh, we had Game oh, Day. Oh, my God. I game Day in 99, yeah. and we had the 2K games. So we had like yeah. three different, and so the products were really good because everyone's were, competition with each other, yeah. and they're all different. And I love the 2K games. Like, yeah. I had a Dreamcast, and I loved the fucking 2K games. The 2 games Dreamcast. were fantastic. They were man. probably the best. They were better than yeah. the Madden games at that oh, time. Yeah. And uh, they, they, and of course, if you guys aren't aware, uh, Madden has a sole exclusive, exclusivity, exclusivity, how's that word? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you got it right okay. the second time, yeah. exclusivity, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with, with the NFL Players Association, so yeah. they, they have all, like, you can have, like, other other games can have, like, the the NFL Shield, but they can't have the actual players in the game, yeah. so, uh, so they have NFL Players Association contract, and, of course, the, some people were complaining, because I, I was playing all these years, and I stopped playing about 2006, Mm-hmm. And then I got I picked up 2011 when Drew Brees is on the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have that. And then I played 12, and I was like, ah, it's just kind of like a roster update. I yeah. was like, I can do that on my own, you know. And it wasn't much of an improvement. And then they had they had Madden 13, 14, and then they had the 25 uh, or Which no 14 was 14 was, was 25, 14, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Madden 25 was the 25th year because yeah. 94 that was 25 years, and it was the 25th anniversary. They had some like bonus stuff you can get, but I never yeah. played. So I didn't play uh, 12. Thir- I played a little bit of 12, didn't play any 13, didn't play any of the 25. Yeah. And, of course, this is in a NFL yeah. 15. And, of course, uh, it's getting pretty good reviews across the board. Yeah. People really like it. They, they, what they love most about it is the defense now. What's your take oh, on that? Oh, the defense is awesome because, A, like every other Madden game I play, it was like the defense. I would always pick like the guy dead center. So all I had to do was like try and tackle the quarterback because if I try and get anybody that's like chasing down a, a, a wide receiver, I just completely fuck it up and they get a touchdown. So I'm like, I'm not even doing that. But what I like is now that I'm picking one of those guys in the center, one of those defensive linemen that are kind of dead center, it pops up and it'll say like hit R2 or hit square, hit X. And if you hit it quick enough, you'll like beat the lineman off and be able to kind of get around him and then be able to sack. So like it's a lot more sack heavy so you kind of got to be on your toes and also when you're playing like when you're on offense you've got to be on your toes because them motherfuckers bust through like they, they ain't playing so like yeah i'm gonna keep that as a sound clip you're gonna beat them off <laughs> yeah you gotta beat them off man because i'll tell you what like you never know when when they're when they're coming because like I, I was sitting there and i was always like just I, I always whenever i play i always drop back i drop way way back and get deep in the pocket and like oh. I, it's almost like a shotgun. And then I just, I just throw that bitch <laughs> like a motherfucker. But yeah, you got to watch out because it'll bust what's on new, through. What's new with this year is that you can get the the uh, the third person perspective for the for the defense now. Have you tried oh, you that? I haven't tried that. Yeah, yet. You can actually have it where you're facing, like you're in the defense facing the quarterback. See, I don't know if I'd like that because I remember was it three or four years ago they did that with the quarterback where it was called like the quarterback cam where you're actually looking through the quarterback's helmet and would play that way and I could do that shit for anything so I'm like fuck it so I just went back to regular but there's definitely a lot I've got to play with it because this is the first year that I've had it where it's got that new Madden Ultimate team and I'm really enjoying that and playing with that it's been fun um and I really like it because especially with the Madden Ultimate team, it feels like it's going to give me more replay value because it used to be, and that's the reason why I quit getting Madden's. I play it for three weeks, and then the bitch would just sit on the shelf. And then usually right around playoff season, I would I would chunk that thing like a hunk of bricks. I'm like, I got to get rid of this because, I mean, I might be able to get $10, $15 for it now, but if I give it another, once the Super Bowl is over with, that bitch like a dollar when yeah. you trade it in. Oh, I yeah. mean, because the trading value on that thing is just straight garbage yeah and nobody wants an old football game you know what i mean like 
once you know this season's over with, and maybe even before the season's over with, I'm going to ditch it because I'm like, if I keep it and next year's comes out, it's not like people come over and Madden 16's out and like, hey man, let's play some Madden 15. Yeah. Like they're like, no, I want to play the, you know. Well, it's annualized now. You know, yeah, they've been analyzed for the last yeah. few years. So, which and I think is. They say the same thing about Call of Duty, how it's annualized, but I don't buy that because I'll play an old Call of Duty game. I'm not going to play an old Madden game. So we'll see how that goes. I'm, yeah. I'm, we'll, if you have to, in your short player to, period of playing, I mean, we'll, if you had to like give it a review, like a score, what would you say right now? Just your first Out impressions. Ten. Yeah, I would say because I like doing a ten scale. So do I. I'd probably say an eight. Okay. Because so I mean, it's solid. Like, solid game. Yeah, I don't feel like I. I you recommend the game. I, yeah, I recommend the game, and yeah. I don't feel like I, I didn't get my $60 worth. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes yeah. I get games home, and I'm like, shit. Like, I yeah. should have waited till a price drop or something yeah. and then picked it up. But I don't, I don't feel like I... So you hear it yeah. first here at the happy hour yeah. with Johnny and Deuce. Deuce gives us an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. First, first impressions. This is kind of like our little mini review of, of Madden NFL 15. Yeah. If you guys like these little mini reviews, um, I think what we're going to try to do is... I'd love to in. do more of them, yeah. I want to play my my the game on, on the docket for me is um Infamous First Light. So I want oh. I want to play that and give people my little feedback on that game. Yeah, as well. I'd really like to hear that because I I've, yeah. I've read some some reviews and I sent them to you what I read yeah. and I was kind of waiting on your review because, you know, I, what is it? Like 15 bucks? Yeah. Something like that. I mean, not that 15 bucks is a shit ton of money, but I kind of like to hear your review of it before yeah. I, I, th- I plop the money down. Yeah. So hit us up on, uh, l- let's do the Facebook. Mine is at all things deuce, uh, and that's spelled D-U-C-E on the Twitter machine, and yours, Johnny? Yeah, so for the Twitter, mine's uh, at Johnny underscore Womack, W-O-M-A-C-K. You can also find us at hh podcast show that's yeah. our twitter as well for the podcast yeah. and then also on facebook we've got a facebook page happy hour with johnny and deuce you can put it right up at top on the search bar yeah you can find us super easy um just because i'd like to hear your feedback on it if you want us to do more reviews because to me like i think reviewing is something me and you would would be good at and something good we could do but we also want to know as fans like do you go to enough sites like Kutaku and IGN and you get enough reviews you don't want it from us or would right. you like to hear our point of view exactly. on it so I definitely would like to hear some feedback on that and of course we're we're not um, we don't get leaked copies early copies none of that stuff this is just us buying no, the this day this is of- called me and my hard earned fucking yeah. money yep. from breaking my back and the sweat of my brow that I spend on the game so yep. then you know you don't have to waste your hard earned money from yep. breaking your back and the sweat yep. of your brow so if you guys like us doing some game reviews in the future please uh, hit us up and let us know oh for sure so and of course so this is a little bit older news but i think it's important to, to hit because you, you know there's a the horror genre zombie genre is really popular oh it's yeah it's been really popular you know oh, yeah. walking dead and everything else going on with that and one of the first games that really put put that on the map for games um is the resident evil games that's but, true yeah yeah, yeah. And of course, they're actually doing a remake of the. We we forgot to touch on this a few weeks ago, but yeah, so I'm excited we, to talk about this. Really, really excited. Yeah, it's going to come out in early 2015, and it's a remake of the original. Um, and they're going to be doing you know do some HD remixes and all that stuff. But it'll be available for Xbox and PlayStation systems. Uh, but the thing the thing I like about it is they're going to support. Um, the original aspect ratio. So if you yeah. want to play it four by three, you can do that, like the the square, you know. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of cool, and you can also they have a, a 1080p version where it's yeah. you know you've got like the the 16 by nine and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, did you ever play the original? Well, just one of those bucket list games that you want to check. You checked out somewhere in the middle, to be honest with you. Like definitely in 
and before we, we jump past this, I definitely want to say this. Hit us up on our Facebook page and our Twitter because we're going to be doing an episode soon called our Video Game Bucket List where we talk about the top ten games we want to play before we die. And we'd love to hear your input. It is still on my bucket list. I bought it when I had my PS3 because you could go on the PSN network and buy the original Resident Evil. And I bought it, and I would say I played maybe about a third of it just because of the mere fact that it took me a while to figure it out because you got those old school tank controls where you're it's not like most games you play now where you're using both thumbsticks really like you've got one thumbstick that moves you around and you've got one thumbstick that kind of moves you left and right but it's you're like a tank you're not like a like when I play Call of Duty it's nothing like that yeah you're it's just, very strange yeah. if you go back and play it now it is very it's uh, very jarring it's a very um, antiquated way to play yeah yeah uh, those those games and one of the things that I was reading in the preview on this was the fact that you know this is mainly going to be coming to the next gen consoles because they they yeah the PS4 because back the, Xbox cause One. the original Resident Evil came out in 1996 and. Yeah. It hit the world by fire because no one was playing games like this, and there's no games out there like this. I think and it was the first of its kind, if you want to be honest. And it because, scared the yeah. crap out of people because this oh, is Jesus, back. Yeah. This is back when gra- obviously we're we're uh, you know with now that with technology we, we get um, used to like the the graphics now. But if you go back and and think about back in the time, this was amazing graphics yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Like this was mind blowing graphics yeah. at the time. You were like, wow, this was look what they could do on you know on yeah. a console. When you you know you had Mario that was eight bits you know yeah. you fast forward to 1996 and you had this amazing uh, Resident Evil game and the thing is, is back then you didn't have anything to kind of equate it back to to compare it to because yeah. now back then it was controls were good that's yeah. what it was but now yeah. you have so smooth controls now with yeah. analog dual analog sticks that going back feels kind of weird and yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to keep the same style or let you change configuration what i the article i read said they were going to do both they're okay. going to be one that's the old school tank style and then they're going to do one that's uh more of like a more modern day style like kind of when you play like resident evil 5 or the what was the last one that came out resident evil 6, 6 kind of yeah. that that style control so the people that have played the new games that haven't played the old games can do it and I got to give a lot of credit to Capcom. This is genius because there's a whole legion of gamers, myself included, that didn't get to play the first one. And now we can get caught up. We can play, you know, the first. Hopefully this will be the first of a series. Like, they'll do this. They'll do Resident Evil 2. Then they'll do Code Veronica. You know, Resident Evil 3. I'd love to see them do all the way to maybe... Because most everybody, I think, has played 5 and maybe 6. Four is the most popular one. Resident Evil yeah. Four. See, and I never got to play that one either. And that and, one got yeah. remade a couple times. It was it was originally for the GameCube, and then it got yeah. remade for the Wii. Wii. Yeah, and they had it for the PS uh, Three. Had it for the and PS3. the Xbox Three Sixty got it too. Yeah, yeah. So like, they, it's been on multiple consoles. Um, and what I love about this is, you know, this came out in nineteen ninety six on the original PlayStation. And it sold really well. Did well. Um, there was a, the only downside people had was the, the, some of the voice acting. The dubs weren't very yeah, good. It was yeah. a little cheesy and whatnot. So I don't know if they'll have a new voice cast for this one or not because it got remade in 2002 for the GameCube. Yeah, and uh, it, it was a really good remake. Yeah. From what I'm reading is they're taking that engine, the, the original remaster that they did, and they're updating that. So yeah. you're not going from the original like work print, so to speak, yeah. the original cut. You're yeah. going from the 2002 GameCube. 
Which version. I think was kind of the director's cut, if I remember right. correctly. They yeah. said they did everything in that one that they right. had originally wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, so it was really good. I love it. it's going to be 5.1 surround. It's the first time it's oh, going to yeah. be 5.1 surround. It's going to be on the PlayStation 3. Uh, it's going to be on the Xbox 360. It's going to be on the Xbox One. And it's going to be on the PS4. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Me too. I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to I, it. What would you, if you had, I don't know if it, my, my issue is, do you want to make a game that's a remake $60? Can you justify that in this market? I, well, I, I don't know. I mean, because of how old it is and because of all the work they're having to put into it, I would pay $60. Like, if they told me, okay, Kyle, we're going to make this new remake, but at $60, I would pay it and not bat an eye because of, you got to remember, they're going from a 96 game to, you know, a 2014 game. So there's got to be a lot of work put into it. Now, if let's put the the shoe on the other foot it like say you know the new assassin's creed game that's only coming out for last gen systems what is that assassin's creed i want to say rogue well, you have you have rogue yeah for the last gen and the current gen is unity yeah okay so assassin's creed rogue let's say in 6 months ubisoft decides we're going to put it out on the ps4 and the port 3 it, port it yeah. and make an hd port i'm not paying 60 dollars for that no i pay 40 I might yeah. even pay forty five, yeah. but I'm not paying fifty or sixty for a port of a game that's last gen because, to be honest with you, the jump from last gen to this gen, they're not going to make it look good enough to make me want to spend the money. For the exception of, uh, you know, uh, credit where credit is due, that goddamn Tomb Raider. That Tomb Raider for the PS4 was goddamn gorgeous. It was awesome. They, uh, they really spent some time on that. Like, yeah, they really like spent time on it, nurtured it, really put some elbow grease in there. Well, and the thing is, is with that game, like it showed the raw power of the PlayStation 4. Oh yeah, there's seventy. You guys, I mean, if you put it down in into percentages here, there's seventy five percent more textures are available in the PS4. Mm. That is night and day difference what you can do. Yeah. Like with the smoke effects, fire effects, with the wind, with her hair, all the yeah. little follicles in her and hair. the dirt. Like the, the dirt. dirt on her face and like her outfit. Like in the beginning it right. was just kind of dirty and then it got fucking really grody. And ripped and yeah. all that stuff. It was awesome. And like so like they, they can do some really cool things with ports. So yeah. But yeah, definitely uh, be on the lookout for that. I heard it's going to be coming out in February of 2015. That's the original. That's what they're uh, assuming. If that's the case, I'm fucking excited as hell because for me, like after Christmas, it's kind of a dead zone usually until like June, July, and then it'll pop back up. But especially with all the games getting moved around that have got moved around, I think that summertime might become a second. Um, yeah, might become a, like a second. Uh, big season like during the right. summer, which it should, to be honest yeah. with you, because a lot of kids are out of school, college kids are out. You know. Right. And speaking of Tomb Raider, I think this is a great segue into our next topic. There was a big backlash on the internet um, at Gamescom here in Germany. Um, they were touting Microsoft was touting or Ubisoft was touting that it was going to be the new Rise of the Tomb Raider, the new new current yeah. gen console game was going to be an X, uh, Microsoft exclusive, Xbox exclusive for holiday. Whoa, what's your thoughts on that? I'm, I'm going to cheat on this one a little bit. As soon as they said it, I knew it was timed exclusive. Like, they wanted to make you think that only the Xbox One was going to get it. I'm like, no fucking way. It, like, seriously, it, it, if, if I had been wrong and it had been an Xbox exclusive and PS4 was not going to get it, 
Ubisoft was going to lose a lot of goodwill with me. Well, it didn't. It didn't help them when when they were asking, "Is this?" Because people were, were really were asking like, them point blank, "Hey, is this really?" Yeah. And they go, "Oh, well, you can get. Um, we have Laura Croft already, the definitive edition for the last game, and we also have the Temper of Osiris coming out to the platforms in December." I'm like, dude. No offense, but like, yeah, the, the, the definitive edition was great, and this this Osiris game looks fun. But dude, we want the new one. That was almost yeah. like a, you know, try to shut them up a little bit. I'm like, dude, yeah. that, that, I didn't like that answer, and that didn't help, you no. know. And then we find out later on that it does, it is a timed exclusive. Yeah. But if you think about it, brilliant move by Microsoft to get in on this because even imagine if it doesn't come out for another year because there's no saying yeah. it's going to be two months later. Yeah. They're getting this in holiday season, which is yeah. smart for for Microsoft. Yeah. So that I mean, the fact that they can get this uh, exclusive for now, yeah. this game coming out, people are going to think. Tomb Raider, they're going to think Xbox. They're not going to think of PS4. So that's what's going to be awesome about um, sales for for them. They're going to do yeah. really well, I think. They're going to sell a lot of copies because of that. People they, are going to buy uh, buy games because the, the last Tomb Raider game was in top, you know, it was in contention for top games of the year last year. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it turned a lot of heads. Oh, yeah. So with this one, I mean, I love, you and I both love the Definitive Edition it was amazing. I so, mean, it was so, so good. And the th- sad thing was, you know, 70% of that game was sold on the PlayStation ecosystem. Oh, yeah. So it's like more people bought it on a... If you, had, if you bought that yeah. game, you bought it bought on, on a, a PS3 or, or a PS4. So it's like, that doesn't make sense to cut out that install base. You have a 10 million units that have been that have been sold for the... That's 10 million yeah. people that, you're, that you're, you're missing out on. And that was, you know... That that was a big flub on the marketing department there. Um, yeah, and, they shit the bed on that one. And, and obviously, it's not really Microsoft's fault because I mean, they, sure they they had a, a time exclusive deal, but they they didn't come out and say, yeah, it's only you know they were just like, hey, you know, this is all we know, this is what we're doing, you know. But that was a huge. I mean, Twitter exploded when that came out. I yeah. was like, Twitter, everything was Rise of the Tomb Raider. People were so outraged. I mean. I, you know, I was upset. I'm not gonna lie. When I saw that, I'm like, "There's no way." I said yeah. to you, "I said you hit me the link when I first read it." And yeah. I go, "Bullshit, bullshit." Yeah. I was not happy. I was like, I was researching it, and no one said time exclusive anywhere. And they were saying holiday. I'm like yeah. scared because holiday—that's a big deal. They're gonna sell a lot of copies on holiday. Gonna, people are gonna buy Xbox Ones for this game. This is this is gonna be more of a seller than I think Titanfall would be. Well, I agree, but also to me personally, this showed Microsoft's hands. Oh yeah. Because if True. they're making this a exclusive for next holiday. So next next holiday season, this is an exclusive. 2015 holiday. Yep. That tells me the only other exclusive they're getting next holiday season is Halo. That's it. Because that basically Good tells point. me if you're going to spend that kind of money to make an exclusive to sell your system, you ain't got shit. Well, they got Quantum Break coming out next year, which is a Microsoft exclusive, but I'm, I don't know much about that game. We'll know more about it next well, year. Well, the other thing, too, is, is you got to think, you know, maybe that shows you how solid they think quantum break is or how how much they think it's going to make the release date let's preface our comments kyle and i we're 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 not trying to come off as stony fanboys because like we said i was trying to tell a friend online i i own an original xbox i own an xbox 360 like i i've owned microsoft's products it's just the fact that there's nothing forcing me to go to a to the xbox one right now titanfall for me it was fun to play i was talking to a friend online about this it was fun to play i played it for a couple of hours it was fun and easy to get into but i'm not going to go out and pay 400 bucks just for that one game yeah you know and And it's a fun game don't get me wrong but like i'm not going to buy the system for one game because the rome uh the rise son of rome I beat that in a night at Player One. Yeah. Like, and I wasn't even there that long. So I'm going to say that was maybe five, six hours for that game. Rise, the Rise game. Yeah, the yeah. Rise that- game. Super short. 
Um, repetitive too, right? Oh, very repetitive. It's button mash, button mash, button mash, button mash, right. which I knew because I'd been sitting at the bar for six hours, and I'm like, if I can still beat this game after six solid hours at the bar, like something is fucking wrong with this yeah. picture. You know what I mean? I mean, it ran smooth and whatnot, but I was, for me, it's like, oh, very pretty. Yeah. I will give it that. It was gorgeous. But this great. is smart for Microsoft because you, you, you do the flip side. You look at yeah. Destiny. People, when they think Destiny, they think PS4. Yeah. They've done a good job. Sony's done a good job of, of saying, hey, and now, someone told me online, I didn't think about this, Deuce, um, mm-hmm. until the other day. I think Microsoft knew about this at E3 because they remember the Rise of Tomb Raider, the, the announcement was at was at the Microsoft press conference, if you yeah. remember. And the Destiny playthrough gameplay stuff uh, reveal was at the, at the Sony PS4, one. Yeah. So I was like, that's, I mean, they knew about it. They had to have known about it. Well, I'm thinking because you got to think how much money it costs to get a time exclusive. Oh. It's a metric well, fuck ton. Yeah, so but they normally, knew already. But think about it, dude. So you're a big Call of Duty guy. Yeah. Normally, when it's a time exclusive, how, how you know for DLC and stuff, how yeah. long? How long? A few months, right? It's not like not a year. even that. Like it's, I want to say it's sixty days because it, I know. It's longer than a month, but it's less than three months because I get all the Call of Duty maps for the most part. Right. Um, and it's a bitch because now that – because I used to be an Xbox guy, and I had right. a 360. Right. And it was like, cool. As soon as they came out, I got them. As soon as they came out, I got them the day they came out. Cool. Good to go. Yeah. But now because I'm on the PS4, I've got to wait. You know, sixty days. Because they have that time like, exclusive on the DLC. Fuck it. The only good news is, at least on that, just because I'm an Uber dork, I get to like the Call of Duty forums, and I can see what everybody has been using for like loadouts and shit on the 360. So, or on the Xbox One. So when I finally get it for my PS4, I'm kind of ahead of the game because I'm like, nice. I know how this gun nice. works. I know how this loadout works. I know right. the secrets of this map and that map right. because. My friends have been playing it for two months already, so right. that's kind of cool. But um, but that's one thing. Yeah. This is what scares me. Is this sounds like this is gonna be a long time exclusive, and that that's gonna, I think it's gonna be a year. If I, I was gonna, time, if I was gonna though, bet, dude. I'd say a year. That's a long time for a time exclusive for a game because you think about yeah. it. Originally, Mass Effect was on 360 only, yeah. and it was like th- what two three years before it even came out on um, the Sony uh, PS3. Well, it was longer than that. Longer than because that. like the. It didn't come out the the for Mass Effect One yeah. did not come out on the PS3 three. until they did the bundle where it was oh, one, two, and right. three together. That's right. That's right. You couldn't even buy one by itself. Right. You had to buy the bundle with right. all three to even get. But one just by think itself. about that. Like, what scares me is the fact that a I don't want to wait two years. Technically, if you think about it, two years yeah. from now to play that game, that's for someone that that has a PS4 only. Like, I that. That doesn't rub me the right way. It, it makes me upset because it's not Sony's fault. It's, no, it's, no. it's Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix are the ones that are publishing the game, right? So it's it's they're the ones and you know they're the ones that are setting this up. And I'm like, all right, we'll see how it goes. But I mean, personally, I, I want the game to sell well. It's not like me I'm too. saying, hey, I want them to shit the bed. You know, no, I, don't, no, no. I want them to sell well because if they sell well, even this next holiday season, yeah, on the three on the uh, Xbox One, that that's means good. we get part three. We get part three, yeah. and so I'm not saying screw you, Xbox One owners. I'm saying no, I want you guys to enjoy the game. I want you to buy enjoy it. Enjoy the I'll shit out it. of it, man. Please buy, buy the it. Shit out of it. Please buy it. Yeah, that's what we want to say to you guys. Please buy it because I want part three. I want part three, and if it sells well, then there's no problem with the PS4. It might even come sooner to the PS4, yeah. uh, but we please buy it. So. So, Deuce, we, we've been doing a good job uh, segueing in this episode. So, Word. Uh, we've been talking about the Xbox One, and one thing that just came out this week, they talked about the Connect 
You can buy it, can't you, separately? Yes, you can for $150. What? Yeah. I was like, holy shit. So basically you're saying if I buy the system and I buy the Kinetic separately, it's $50 more than if I buy them together. Right. Which, to me personally, and I'm just going to throw this out there just to maybe fan the fires a little bit from some of our, oh, we're Sony fanboy people. I still have all the money for my Xbox One, Tony Soprano style, wrapped up with a damn rubber band in an envelope at my house, locked up for when I want one. Because I said, you know what? I'm just going to keep it saved. I mean, I saved all this money anyway. Let's just keep it, you know, for when I'm ready. I'm going to get one. And when I get it, I'm definitely getting it with the Kinect. But my problem right now is just there. there's not a game that makes me go, here, take the money. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, for me, $500 is, that's a pretty hefty purchase. It is. You know? Very hefty. So, it's like, I don't know. I want them to do something. I want them to knock my socks off. Like, I, you know, like, I want Microsoft to, you know, the proverbial knock my block off. Like, I'm giving them the free shot. I'm like, here, buddy. Here. Free shot. Hit me. Right on the chin. Do it. Yeah. But they won't. I don't know what, I don't know what's going on. Because I, I want them. I want them just to do the, the KO punch and be like, Deuce, you want to know something? Here's new gears. Bam! Knock me on my ass. But every time I turn around, it's like, no. Well, I guess, you know, for me, I I, I thought that having the Kinect is one thing that would separate that from the other consoles. Because, you know, the Wii has this gamepad, and then Sony has, you know, it's, you know, the controller has this touchpad and whatnot, Mm -hmm. and it's a good system. And then, of course, uh, the Xbox One would have a Kinect. Yeah. So I thought, you you know, each system would be different, and they would do different things. And now they're saying, you know, you don't have to, you know, I don't yeah. know, like, I, you don't have to, ha- it's not going to be part of it, but you can still buy it separately, and it's more money if you were to buy it yeah. in a bundle. I don't know. I, I feel kind of weird about it, but they're also shipping with it a game, the Harmonix's new dance game, that, remember, Harmonix is going to get screwed over because yeah. they, you know, they release this connect You know what? Game. Maybe that's that's part of the reason why they're doing that is, yeah. is because, A, there's that game in there. They feel bad, probably. But I'm glad that they did it for Harmonix like yeah. that because I feel like they kind of... Excuse my French. It kind of fucked harmonics over. They did. And it was like, well... People it, lost their jobs because of it. So. Oh, yeah. And, and the thing is, at least if they're like, look, we're going to package it with these kinetics, then they know, well, at least we're going to sell a million units of this game because Microsoft said they'll buy a million. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's good for harmonics because I love harmonics. I love Rock Band. Uh, oh, my God. I've spent so much money on Rock Band. It's fucking ludicrous. But, you know, I, I don't want Harmonix to suffer. On the flip side of that coin, everybody I know that does have an Xbox One said they would not have it without their Kinetic. And now that I've seen it in person and played with it with the Kinetic, I wouldn't want it without the Kinetic. Because mm-hmm. it is cool to be able to say, you know, Xbox, go to blah, 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 blah. Like, kind of like the commercials when they first came out. It's like, Xbox, go to Star Trek Into Darkness. And I'm like, <laughs> A, awesome because you could pick up on that accent and still be able to like do what you need to do. But yeah. two, you know, you know it, that it does work that well and how you can pop up and do all the things that, you know, it does. Because I, I, don't get me wrong, like I like the system. I like all the neat things it can do with your TV. But on the flip side of the coin, I'm not buying a video game system to watch TV. Trust me, I spent enough goddamn money on cable. I don't need the system to watch TV. I want it for games. So we're gamers. We love games and we do. so like that's you know, you can have your media machine whatever, but I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to use if I right now do. So why don't we do a little hypothetical? 
because I was trying to have a discussion the other day online about this with some friends. If you did own an Xbox One right now, what games would you buy for it? If you already owned it. If you already owned it. If I already owned it, and let's pretend I don't have a PS4, and I don't have all the games I have for PS4 now, I would have gotten, of course, Black Flag. I would have gotten Call of Duty. I would have gotten Madden. Um, to be honest with you, all the games I bought for it would have been multi-platform platform titles. But, and just to give credit where credit's due, and to play devil's advocate, all the games I have for PS4 are multi-platform titles, for the exception of Killzone, um, the infamous Second Son, and um, I feel like I'm leaving one out, but there was only like two or three games that weren't multi-platform titles when I bought it at launch. Um, and that that's going to happen because I mean it's, it's not even been nine months since yeah. the console's been released, so it's not even so everything's first full year. yeah everything's multi-platform. But I tell you one game I would buy. What's that? In a heartbeat, I would buy the Master Chief Collection. Like, oh if, yeah, and I oh said I, I want that. And yeah. no matter if I get an Xbox One in a year or if I get it in three years, I'm buying. I'm that, buying yeah. that Master Chief Collection. That looks sweet, them. dude. Yeah, that looks so sweet. I mean, it, it it's awesome. It's just I wish it was enough for me to spend five hundred dollars. Right. Because this holiday season, there's nothing coming out for it, except for the Master Chief Collection. Everything else is multi-platform, and it's like, well, why spend $500 when I can spend that on games that are coming out? Because there's so many games coming out, like, in the next three months um, that I, you know, I just don't want to, I don't want to waste that money. Are you familiar with the uh, Sony TV? I'm not. Well, the PlayStation TV, I guess, is what they're calling it. It, it was really going to be ca- originally going to be called the uh, Vita TV. Oh, is that that little box that hooks to the TV that you can yeah. put like PS Vita games in, right? And you can, you can your, stream your right. PS3 and PS4 to like another room. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So there's some really cool things. Uh, I don't really know. I want to get it, but I don't know when I'll get it. And that's, I think it'd be perfect for you, and I'm going to tell you why. You could hook that up to the TV in your bedroom and then if you know Brandy and the kids are out in the living room watching something you could go in your bedroom and play your PS4 even though it's hooked up in the living room does that make any sense and especially as a father of two kids and a wife like you kind of got to squeeze your game in it time in when you can um so i for you personally i think it would be a slam dunk yeah, I'm trying to find the price. I, I thought it was listed somewhere. I, I wanna, thought it was like a hundred bucks. Well, I think it was one hundred ninety nine dollars. Um, which I don't think yeah. it's too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninety nine dollars is what it's saying. Walmart has pre orders for it. Yeah, and so I now already have a Vita, which would be kind of cool to play some of my video game Vita games on um, a big screen. TV. Big screen because I would play like percent of four in a heartbeat. Like I'm a big RPG guy. Yeah. And my problem is I don't have a lot of time to sit down with my, my, my handhelds as I used to. Yeah. Like Usually when I'm, I'm at home, I don't want to sit on the couch with my handhelds. I want to play my game systems. Yeah, you, know? yeah, you want to play them on the big TV. So it's like I, I've been neglecting a lot of my Vita and, and 3DS games because I've just been sitting there and I'm like, oh, I'm already home. You know, do I really want to sit down and play a, you know, my handheld on the couch? Sure, I'll do it from time to time. But a game like you know an RPG that I can lock some hours into, I'd love mm-hmm. to do it you know, on, my, you know, on the PS4 or on the uh, PlayStation TV. Mm-hmm. I think it's a better market thing, you know, because we've been ragging on Sony since we've heard about the PlayStation Now, and yeah. that that's a train wreck in my opinion. We talked about it in uh, one of our last episodes. That's but a total shit show. But I think 
this PlayStation TV has merits. I, I think the price point isn't bad. It's competitive with the with the Apple TV. It's competitive yeah. with the Amazon Fire TV. You know, those little things. It, it lets you do streaming, like your Netflix yeah. and all that stuff. You can do all that on that as well. So, like from your from that TV, right? So that's really neat. So you have another room. You have access to that, yeah, which is nice. But I like the streaming options, the PS4 and all that thing. Yeah. That's really sweet. Well, I'm not gonna lie. Now that I've seen the specs on it. I think once I get my new TV, because like I've been saying for a while, this year with my tax return, I'm going to get a 90-inch TV for the living room, and then I'm going to move my 60-inch into the bedroom. Right. And then when I do that, I think I'm going to buy the the Sony TV so I can play my PS4 in the bedroom without having to move it and unplug it. And then also, then I can just use it as a streamer so I can watch like Netflix and well, then, the, Hulu and right. Amazon Prime and all that well, shit. Well, the nice there. thing is, you know, it'll, it'll, you can plug in your DualShock 3 controller in there as well. So, like, yeah. if you don't have enough controllers, like, say you only have like one uh, DualShock 4, you can yeah. play your DualShock 3, which is kind of cool. Um, it will connect to it as well. So, and it'll let you play a PS4 game with a PS3 yeah. controller. Yeah. That is, that's really nifty. cool. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Good job, Sony. Like I was on the fence at first, but now that I've seen the specs, like Kyle has, yeah, I think it's really cool. And they're doing like a, I think it's it's weird when it comes to release dates for for products. You know, sometimes yeah. America will get it early, sometimes you know Japan will get it early. And I always feel bad for the people in the UK and Europe and stuff. They oh, always they totally get, get effed. They always get like super delayed when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, so. but they get Doctor Who early, so because of that, <laughs> I, I think it's okay. So and the the Europe. PlayStation TV Europe is coming out on November 14th. I think we're getting it earlier than that. I don't okay. remember what the date was, but um, we're definitely getting it earlier than they are. But, you know, we'll, we'll see how it is. I want to buy one, at least one of us to have, so we can review it, because I want to yeah. do some of that review tech, like we, like we talked about in our one of our last episodes about the uh, Nyko extension for the DualShock yeah, 4 that doubles battery. the battery life. I, I like to do that technology product so people can tell you we can recommend it, kind of like yeah. what, we're, what we might be doing with video game reviews. So, But, yeah, stay, t- stay, uh, stay tuned for that, because I'm definitely looking to review that for us here on uh, the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Yeah. So Sony, they uh, they had they announced they have a new update coming soon. I'm okay. looking forward to. Did, did you read about read about on it? I did not. One of the things I'm really excited about is YouTube integration. So you can like say you're like you want to record a video, like there's okay. a clip. Okay. So like you you hold down the share button or whatever your little uh, shortcut is and you can immediately just hit it and it'll upload it to your YouTube channel. You don't have to do any... Just like that. You don't have to cut out the middleman because right now, yeah. the only way you can get it to YouTube... Yeah. This is how... I ha- think about this, dude. This is what I got to do. I've got to set up my recording like normal. You hit the record button, the broadcast. Right. I have to have it archived to Twitch. Yeah. Take it, take the video, edit it on Twitch's website and then cut it, and then paste it, and then upload it to YouTube. It's a huge That's deal. A giant pain So ass, for me... what it sounds like. It's going to be much easier. I can just go click... Boom! Immediately goes up to YouTube. I don't have to. I cut out the middleman. Yeah. I love that. So I'm I'm really excited about that. That's one of the big updates is the YouTube integration. And I'm wondering, and this is a big because I I don't know. I'm wondering if YouTube didn't kick in some money for this and say, hey, if you'll make it to where you can cut out the middleman and people can throw up videos to YouTube quicker, we'll kick you, you know, a couple mil or whatever, just to speed along this update. Because you got to think, YouTube makes all their money off the ads that are at the beginning of the YouTube videos, and the more videos they have, the more ads they can run, the more money they can make. And and if you're looking at it as a businessman, I want videos up there quick, and I want as many videos as possible. So if I cut out the middleman by saying, hey, Sony, here's five mil, 
you know, let's let's move this update along or whatever, it just makes them more ad revenue and gives them more video, which means they have more product, which is is great for them. So, yeah, and I, I like the idea, and also, you know, I want to see how fast it'll be, you know, because currently right now, when I try to upload something to YouTube, it can take a hot minute. Oh, know? really? So, yeah, yeah. So I wonder how fast that'll be. But one of the other things that I'm really excited about in the new update, and of course, this update's going to happen in the fall, I think it's in October, Yeah, is the new Sony SharePlay option. Are you familiar with that? No. So essentially, it's going to turn your PS4 into a quote-unquote virtual couch for online co-op. Oh, I think I heard about this. They were talking like, about we it in with a far- party. Yeah, and we were- can throw our controllers around, basically. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's just saying. So, so, so you get, you know, I don't know, a game that's coming out, uh, yeah. Dragon so, Age, Dragon yeah, Age Inquisition, yeah. and you're like, hey, John, I don't own the game yet, and you're like, yeah. hey, Johnny. I need help with this part, or yeah. can you come in and help me play battle this demon or something? Yeah. I can come in for sixty minutes and join you without even downloading the game or anything. I just Bad. come and play, and wow. I can even take over your controller virtually right. and help you if you're having a hard time with a boss fight or something like right. that's freaking awesome. Like I think that's really really neat yeah. uh, because it kind of um, they, they call it the virtual couch is what they're joking about online about it. Um, but uh, the new the new CEO Jim Ryan from it saying that it's going to come in the new PS4's 2.0 update in the fall and essentially it lets you share your copy of a game with any game any game with your online friends who also have PlayStation Plus that's the key thing if you have to have PlayStation Plus um, majority, I think 75% of us have PlayStation Plus yeah. especially on the PS4 Sony refers to this as the virtual couch, which will let you jointly tackle challenges in games, yield control to your avatar. Now, that before when that was announced, they didn't say the 60-minute thing. It came down later that the that is only going to be sixty minute sessions. So, but I don't know how that's going to work. Um, yeah. I'm reading about it here. So, like sixty minutes a night, or is it sixty? Right. Because I mean, who's to say that you can log we out. play for sixty minutes, and then we turn our both of our systems off, turn them back on, and do it for another sixty? You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So that yeah. I'm, I'm unaware of. I wonder. So we'll get closer to that. But the fact that you can remember they were teasing it in Far Cry, like say, hey, yeah. you can come in and you know, and they if essentially we didn't know if that was a Far Cry only exclusive. But now, to be honest with you, the the way I read it and the way I understand it is that was a Far Cry so only separate, exclusive. A separate this thing. is just separate. separate. So okay. I mean, you can we that's can the way jump I in thought it was on the Far Cry Four like crazy if we want to, right? Which that's what I thought yeah. it was. I thought the Far Cry Four had its own integration. Yeah, when it comes because to that. Ubisoft did that because right. I think Ubisoft was being smart and was like, look, if you jump in this game and you play, even if it's just for an hour, you're going to want to go out and buy it. Exactly. So it means that it's, it's going to sell us a copy. It, yeah, it's, it's an extended demo. Yeah, it's extended demo exactly, and I, I think it's smart moving there. It's good marketing, yeah. you know, and whatnot. Um, but I like the idea of saying, "Hey, you know, check out a game that just came out." And say yeah. you bought a game, right? Yeah. And I haven't played it yet, and I'm yeah. like, or say I get first light, and you're like, yeah. "I'm like, Deuce, I want you to check this out. Come, yeah. you know, check. What do you think about this? Come play it for a yeah. few minutes while I go to the bathroom. I don't know, yeah. something silly, you know." And you can just go through and play. Well, that. I've thought of one that's even a hundred times better than that. And if somebody steals my idea, I'm telling you right now. I'm suing your balls off. Basically, <laughs> what you do is you get on people's Call of Duty, and then you say, okay, here, Deuce, you play Call of Duty all the time, set up my character classes, and I set up all your character classes so you're ready to go, so you've got the best layouts, the best equipment, the best, you know what I mean, perks, and you do that, and you do it as a service. Like, hey, be you awesome. pay me 20 bucks, and I'm going to give you the best loadouts in Call of Duty that you've ever I seen. I might have had you help me out with that one. Yeah. So for, be, well, the, for the yeah. friend discount. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'd left, uh, I didn't even think about that. That's actually really cool. Yeah, because, I mean, I play Call of Duty like a motherfucker. You don't play that much, 
and it's like, hey, Deuce, you know, I got the new Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Do you mind jumping on here and set my loadouts for me? And I could set you out, bam, six quick loadouts. And it's like, hey, this is a long-range class. This is a heavy machine gun class. This is a shotgun class. Here you go. And plus, I because me and you are friends, I know your play style. I'm Mr. Run and Gun getting in your face. You're more of like a slow, methodical kind of, you know, right. you're more of a medium-range guy. Right. I'm more of a shotgun guy. And, right. like, I could set it up for you perfect. Right. And that That's would cool be idea. a great, great way. Like which, if anybody takes my idea, I'm telling you right now, it's copyrighted. Deuce, 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 deuce. Copyright. So, yep. So, that's um. As soon as we post this video, it's it's already has its uh, copyright there. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying because you know, I don't it's know, but podcasts will hold up in court. That's it the will. Word on it's the street. an audio. It is a tangible media now. Is so, it? Yeah, you can. It's interesting because like whoever publishes it first, right? Mm-hmm. Whoever publishes the idea, it's an idea that you're publishing. Yeah. So. You know, we'll see. Yeah, copyright Deuce Media Incorporated. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Sony. Uh, I'm I'm looking very very much looking forward to the uh, Far Cry Four. First of all, it looks awesome. Yeah, and then uh, I'm looking forward to that share play option, and we'll find out more when it comes to the, you know, when it gets closer to the fall with the yeah. the full update. We'll give you a full breakdown on that update as well. Which I can't wait for that Far Cry Four. I'm super excited, especially because those three weeks are going to be crazy. Because did you hear about the move? Yeah, a lot of stuff got delayed. A lot of stuff got delayed, but Assassin's Creed got moved back to November. So basically for all you guys keeping notes at home, uh, Assassin's Creed Unity is coming out the same day Assassin's Creed Rogue is. Right. Which is the, I want to say it's the second Tuesday in November. So basically the way November breaks down, the first Tuesday of the month is Call of Duty. Then next Tuesday is all the Assassin's Creed's. Then the Tuesday after that is Far Cry 4. Oh, that's a stacked month. That is a very stacked month. And here's the thing, or the rub as I like to call it. I I would put money that Assassin's Creed 4 might get moved. Because think about it. The, the two biggest titles Ubisoft has are what? Assassin's Creed, Far Cry. Why would you put them back to back? Right. To me, that just it doesn't make any business sense. Like, why would you want people to drop $60 one week and the next week want them to drop another $60? Because that's $120 before tax. That's a lot of fucking money. It is. Especially one month before Christmas when everybody's right. blowing their load money-wise right. when gifts for their parents, their friends, their right. families, their right. kids. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if that thing doesn't get moved to either February, March maybe, yeah. just to kind of give it some, some breathing room. Yeah. Um. But the other thing is, I kind of, I'm not going to say I called the move, because that would be a little far-fetched, but that's the Tuesday before the big UFC uh, Cain Velasquez fight, and every year for the past, I'd say two years, Ubisoft throws mad money at UFC. Like, they do sponsorships, they do big sponsorships on the actual ring map and shit like that, so I kind of thought... I was like, that's probably going to be the biggest card in the, you know, I'd say the next three, four months. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I bet they kind of try and move it just because they're going to promote it that Saturday. Now, the game comes out Tuesday, that fight Saturday night, but still, you got residual. If nothing else, Ubisoft might use that fight to promote the Far Cry 4 because, you know, Assassin's Creed came out on Tuesday. But I'd be very interested to see how the UFC connection with Ubisoft, how that all works That's out. That's a good point. Yeah. And, of course, um, here at the Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce, we're with a heavy heart. We um, 
we're big friend, big fans of uh, Mr. Rob Williams. Oh man! Yeah. Of course, this has been news now. This is not you know it's a little bit older news now, but you know he's passed, and um, not we have to go into a full thing about it. But Deuce, how did this affect you? Man, um, I'm gonna have to take a quick minute on this one just because it it hit me really really hard, and I think the last time a celebrity dying hit me this hard was George Carlin, because I was. You know, I, I don't do stand-up every weekend, so I can't go like that. But I, at heart, I'm a comedian. That's what I love. I love making people laugh, and I love comedy. And Carlin was a guy that I really looked up to and somebody that it hurt me. It almost hurt me physically when he died because I never got to see him in person. That was one of the things I'd always wanted to do. It was on my bucket list, if you will. Well, now it can't because I can't ever, un, you know, you right. can't unring that bell. Right. And it was the same thing with Robin Williams. Always wanted to see him live, and not just that. Like he gave me so many hours of joy and happiness through his movies. And like some of the, when I really started getting to comedy, like in high school, like he was probably one of the top three guys when it came to comedy that I was listening to and whose like albums I was getting. It was him. It was Richard Pryor, and it was George Carlin. Like I would. You know, I'd go to FYE, I'd get his old albums, well, I couldn't say albums, like CDs, you know, I'd get anything he had that was his and, like, listen to it, because he was just so funny, but also at that time when I was younger, and Johnny can probably attest to this, I was probably a little bit more manic like he was, where I had, like, tons of energy, was off the wall, was always doing just crazy wild shit, and like that's why I could, oh, yeah yeah like he he knows me from high school so he can relate I was one manic son of a bitch when I was oh, in high yeah. school yeah. yeah so like he was a guy who could relate to because exactly. he was just so ah, just all over the place so I really really well, liked him and cared about him a lot I you make a good point about you know because in the end a celebrity it's just a it's just a regular person that yeah. happens to be in a different situation right yeah um but they still affect us you know yeah. like. I would say some people that affected me growing up that that passed. Uh, Phil Hartman, I was sad when that guy oh, died. Yeah. I love Phil Hartman, Saturday Night Live, and he did you know some good movies and whatnot. But yeah. I love Phil Hartman. I was so sad when he passed. And um, I was I'm a big um, musician guy. I love metal and stuff, video game. And when um, um, a Dimebag Daryl from Pantera died, I was really affected by him because he influenced me and my guitar playing and whatnot. And I'd have to say, you know, it actually took hit me a day later. I was like, you know, Rob Williams, like he's a part of who I am. Like I grew yeah. up with the guy, you yeah. know, Aladdin and all these things and Hook and and he did some phenomenal movies. Uh, just I I don't know. Like I tell you, the, the irony of it is, there's a movie that came out a few years ago called The World's Best Dad or whatever. Yeah. And well, his son dies by committing suicide, and it's just really unsettling to go yeah. back and watch that scene. Like. Well, the the thing I think that scared me the most is when you watch that scene and then you hear them say how he died. It seems very eerily similar. Like right. maybe he picked up a few tips. I don't know, but or, the thing but is, yeah, it was bad. I had a couple of friends because I'm an, I'm an entertainer as well, and a friend, a few of my friends have have met Rob Williams and they've got to hang out with him and stuff. Wow, yeah, yeah, and they said that he in person was the opposite of who he was on stage. Like it yeah. was only he's super reserved in person. But I also think, you know, he he was bipolar. You know, you had that flip a switch, you know, manic or whatever. Yeah. And But he had to have that from somewhere. I wonder if his, because when you're on stage, it's a natural high. When you can make yeah. people, you know, when you make people laugh, it's it's an awesome high. You, great yeah. feeling when you make people laugh and entertain people. And 
I think that like that helped him all these years, you know, being able to have a way to feel good about himself. But when he was not on stage, not behind the, not in front of the camera, he was sad, you know, and and his daughter, his daughter, Zelda, which bless her heart. She got, I mean, when, when he died, like there was somebody who was just trolling her Twitter. I felt so bad. I was so upset. That's fucked up. It was really, I was really upset about that. They were just trolling her page, her Twitter page. And I was like, why do people have to be this way? You know, she's, she just lost her dad, you know, and, not that we're getting into losses here, but I lost my mom in April, uh, you know, Easter Sunday. So like it kind of hits home for me as well. Yeah. And it's, you know, you know, it, it sucks. <laughs> I yeah. can't say it, but I saw when my mom died, that's all I kept saying is it sucks. You know, I, it, it is confusing. It's, it's, you're angry, but, but to lose someone in a suicide, like that's, that's a whole other level, man. Yeah. Like it's like almost, I, you can't imagine what Zelda's going through right now. No. Like, what did I didn't do enough for him? What I, maybe I could help what him could out I more? Done right, what, right. And what could gotta, I have done? You've got to feel that yeah. way. Like it's. Hard. I mean, just to be in in her shoes. Like I can't. Anyways, um, yeah. Reason we bring him up: a, we loved him. Uh, we'll miss him. He was a great tremendously. Know, I yeah. mean, I want to say from the bottom of my heart, I love the guy. Uh, he'll he will never know who Kyle Deuce is. He never met Kyle Deuce. He never heard who he was. But this, he's somebody. When it comes to me as a comedian that I looked up to, that I modeled myself after, who I wanted to be like, and just, I, I, I hope whatever, whatever place he's in now, that he can hear my words and just know that th- there were people like us that loved him, that cared about him, that he made very, very happy. So a- as bad as he felt, he just needs to know how much, wherever he is, that how much happiness he gave to other people and how much he mentored other people. Because even though I can't say he mentored me, like he, he taught me personally just from listening to all of his albums and stuff like his comedy rings true still in all the comedy I do every day. And it like it, for me, it hit really hard because it was a, it was a, it was a life check for me. Cause it was like, look, my parents are pretty old, you know, it's coming. It's yeah. coming soon, yeah. and I better get my ass fucking ready because right. it, you know, before I know, I'm going to turn around. And I'm going to be, you know, have to deal with that. Well, I mean, that's the thing with me. You know, my mom loved Robin Williams. You yeah. know, and like it's my mom was only she wasn't even six years old when she passed. So it's like yeah. it can happen anytime. You yeah. know, my dad always said he's like, he's like Johnny. You know, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. You know, no, no one is. No, you know, and so you've got to live every day to the fullest. You've got to cherish life, you know, and it's maybe put things in perspective. You know, I tell my friends I love them, and I tell yeah. you know, I t- you know, I, I just tell people that I care about them, and that I, that they mean a lot to me because you never know. Yeah. And for me, with Robin Williams, it's like this guy. He's in all these amazing movies that affected me, you know, growing up. Jumanji and Mrs. Doubtfire, and like you, you can the list Aladdin, goes on. Yeah. Aladdin, but he also he's a great actor. He wasn't just a comedian. Oh no, he, Dead Poet Society. He was phenomenal. If you've Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. He Holy won the Academy shit. Award. Like yeah. that movie still holds up, and yeah. he was phenomenal in that movie. Like if you've not seen, if you've been living on a rock all these years and don't know what Goodwill Hunting is, you need to stop go this podcast. Yeah, go check it out and then come back to us because uh, I mean that is just amazing, you know. And and Insomnia. He was in the Insomnia movie. Yeah. Phenomenal one hour photo. It was creepy. So like he he's really a solid actor that happened to be you know really funny, you yeah. know, and like. So yeah, we you know the happy hour. You know we we miss you, Rob Williams. We love you. You'll be living on through your movies and your stand up and and everything that you do. Uh, Aladdin's still one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. Um, and you named your daughter Zelda. Yeah, 
he named his daughter Zelda for a reason because he was a gamer. He was a huge gamer. He loved video games. It was one of his escapes. You know, when when he was not on stage, not in movies, he talks about how he had original Game Boy and he was playing yeah. games on that and Tetris. He loved Tetris and all that. And he fell in love with a game called Legend of Zelda. Yeah. When it first came out um, in the eighties, um, late eighties, he uh, on Nintendo. He, he would uh, when he was on tour, he would have a Nintendo hooked up in yeah. his van, and he would play. And he just loved the Zelda games, and that was like one of his favorite games. And he yeah. ended up naming his daughter Zelda. after the princess Zelda, and I thought that was really cool. And they even were in some Nintendo commercials. And then when the Ocarina of Time came remake out, came yeah. out on three DS, they were like, it was a really cool thing you can look at it yeah. online. But he loves, he loved his daughter. Like, yeah. there's no question there. He loved his daughter to death. Like, that was his whole world. And she, you know, she lo- she wanted to support her father as much as she could, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, and whatnot. And so, like, you know, he was one of us. Yeah. And so, like, they, this really hits home in that way as well. And Nintendo, people, we've been doing petitions, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo fans, they want to have, because it's the new Zelda game coming yeah. out. Uh, for the Wii U next year, and they want to have him in maybe as like an NPC, non-playable character, yeah. you know, in there. And uh, Nintendo pretty much came out and said, we we really value who he is as a person and, and what he's done for media and then the world. And but they're they're unsure what they want to do with him as as an NPC person. Um, I don't know if there's some sort of logistics, some sort of weird thing well, they can do with I, likenesses and all that. Well, I don't even think that so much because all they have to do is go to whoever is running his. Fa- it, I can't call it a foundation, but it's kind of like Michael Jackson. Like Michael Jackson, all of his music, his likeness, and everything. Right. Kind of like Elvis has one giant legal entity right. that handles that. So yeah. to have his likeness in to in the game or whatever, you have to get the okay from them. Right. In my opinion, and I and I don't know, I would say most probably Zelda is in charge of whatever I the Robin so. Williams Foundation or whatever his legal entity is going to be. It's going to be her, and she would okay it. Yeah. The, my only concern about the two things is, one, you got to think that Zelda game, because they're saying it might be next Christmas it's ready, mm-hmm. they've got to be near the end of it. So they don't have time to like drop a new NPC. And plus, personally, if, if I'm Nintendo and I make Zelda games, I would rather come out and say, look, this game's almost done. We can't put him in this one. We're going to put him in the next one, but trust me, he's going to have a big part. Like, have him be an NPC that'll be in multiple games, not just the one. Because I'd much rather them say, look, he's going to be in the next game, but whatever the NPC is, is one that's in the next four, five, six games, than them just rush together one little character you want to run into that says, like, six lines to you throughout the whole game, and that's it. Does that make sense? Like, I'd rather him be an NPC that's, like, somebody who's important that you see multiple, multiple times. Well, they, they um, what was it, um, Blizzard, who does the World, World of Warcraft, Warcraft yeah. yeah. They uh, announced today that they they will do uh, an NPC of, you know, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, yeah. But they already, some people have thought, there were some things online that I was reading that, that they have already, maybe have already done it, um, you know, yeah. before the petition came out, once yeah. he, after he died. Because there's some leaked photos that came out. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. A few weeks ago uh, after he passed, and there was one that looks like a genie. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's so perfect. Put yeah. a genie in there, like, you know. At, and let him be the genie. That'd be awesome. Like, you know, I, that that would be really cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I think now it's, it, it's not that people are trying to cash in on Ron Williams. No, no. Like, but, I don't think in but, any way, shape, or form Nintendo's trying to cash in. No, or, but wow. I, I, th- I do think 
you know, now all of a sudden you can get his movies. More movies are being on Netflix now. And oh, yeah. Him. But it's smart because people want to know who he was, you know. And yeah. I, I think it's a good idea, you know. Hey, that Hook movie yeah. that people talk about all the time. Yeah. You can check it out now on Hulu or whatever it is. And, you know, go back. And I, I wouldn't be surprised to start seeing Blu-ray releases now, remasters of his old movies. Which, and, as much hate to say it, I hate that this is a catalyst for it. But I'd love to see that, like Dead Poet Society, like a Blu-ray remaster, uh, Hook blu-ray remaster like go back and remaster a lot of his movies because a lot of his movies are classics and not only are they classics they're things that like i would i don't know if i'll ever have kids but i'd like to show your kids or like i want to show like future generations especially if i was a teacher or anything like that and especially hopefully one day you know my comedy finally takes off i would love to see you know to be able to pull some of this stuff and show people i'm mentoring or tutoring in comedy like hey this was the guy that made me the guy I am today. Exactly. You know? So thank you, Rob Williams, for everything you've done. Yeah. And uh, we will miss you. And um, let's do salute, man. Let's 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 take a minute. And let's do salute, old Robin Williams. Yep. Let's do it. Rob Williams, this cold one right here from Deuce and Johnny, straight to you wherever you're at. I was in unison. That in was stereo. in unison. And <laughs> cheers, Rob cheers. Williams. To wherever you're at, buddy. I hope you're having a cold one. I hope you're having a good time. Yep. Mmm. Mmm. Delicious. Nanu, nanu. Nanu, nanu. God, I'm going to miss that guy. So thank you so much, folks, for listening. We appreciate everything you've done. All your feedback is amazing. And we love you, and we appreciate you. And just please continue to let us know what you think. And if you have suggestions, if you really passionate about something let us know let us know and share us with your friends because the mm-hmm. way this thing is going to grow is going to be like wildfire it's got to spread you know yeah and, and just just send us out to your friends and also hit us up on our facebook page at happy hour with johnny and deuce or you can hit me up on twitter at all things deuce spelled D-U-C. johnny what you got your uh, twitter account on yeah. the twitter machine so mine's at johnny underscore womack w-o-m-a-c-k and also we have our happy hour one at HH podcast show so hit us up on there definitely and uh, just um, continue we love to continue to support so just uh, we just send us information about what you want to see next in the future and and uh, continue to comment yeah yeah and what you like and what you don't like and just hit us up because it's really good because the more feedback we get the better we can make the show for you and we've gotten a lot of feedback lately and I think it's really improving the show because at the beginning I think a lot of people said we were kind of Sony fanboys and I hope by this point we've shown people that we will bash Sony just as much as we'll bash Xbox and we both definitely in the future want to get Xbox One so I don't think we're as much Sony fanboys as people want to believe us to be no so So, thank you so much folks and and we'll we'll catch you on the, the next episode Sounds good. Hashtag deuces Deuces on on the loose. loose.